Welcome to another edition of Social Night. We are here talking about television, movies. I am Eric Bach, the sports broadcast director here at Impact 89 FM. I'm here with my buddies, Joe Dandron, station manager, and Maddie Farrell, promotion, or excuse me, events director. I knew I was going to screw that up. I just knew it. <laughs> um, I, had, I had promotions in my mind for some reason, and that's just wrong. So we are here discussing the series finale, the 250th and final episode of ABC's long-running sitcom, Modern Family, uh, a great American classic for over 10 years. They just finished season number 11, and it, it has finally come to an end after 250 episodes. The finale was last night, so we're just going to kind of go through our reactions to the episode itself, to where the characters ended up. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the series finale of Modern Family, go and watch it before you listen to the rest of this podcast. So that is, you consider yourself warned. This is your spoiler warning. So, so I want to start talking about the episode itself. Did, how did we feel about the ending of Modern Family? Were we satisfied? Did we think there was something to be desired? Maddie, I'll start with you. I was really satisfied just because like I watched the show when I was younger and I, I've been away for it for a while, but watching the finale, I feel like it perfectly wrapped everything up for me, at least. I thought it was a good send-off to everyone, and I thought at the same time, they made it a classic funny. They didn't let go of, like, from season one and episode one, they still kept the same kind of comedy every episode. So I feel like ending the finale the way they did, I thought it was a perfect wrap-up. And Joe, you were a little... You're, you haven't seen every episode of Modern Family, I don't think, have you? No, but I do. I am familiar with the show. Okay, so what did you think? Were you, were you happy with how the finale ended? You just finished watching minutes before we, we started recording. It's fresh on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So it's, okay, I mean, it's an interesting show to me because it's kind of like that last, at least, I mean, I don't watch a ton of like cable television. Right. I don't really have any, I'm, you know, I'm watching the X-Files right now. It's not really current. And it's, to me, it was like, it's like one of the last, like, American, like, sitcoms. Yes, and, it's so true. And, it, and fun fact, the X-Files and Modern Family were shot on the same soundstage at uh, Fox Studios in L.A. So that's just an interesting tidbit. But continue. That's sweet. But yeah. That's weird, because right? it's an ABC show. But. Yeah, it's. They all they all use it, but anyway. Oh, true. But yeah, so I mean, to get back, it's yeah. I mean, it really kind of is. But the difference between like you look at like all the sitcoms you've ever watched, like um, trying to think of like some of those older ones. Friends. Friends is a good example. Um, like those are, but the ones that are faced around like a family. That Ed O'Neill was in all in the married family. with children. Yeah, yeah. There was different ones too. <laughs> And it was really interesting because that sh it's such like a representation of like a modern like I mean it's a exactly modern family yeah it, which I mean obviously ties into the name but it, that's just like what I it's just so interesting because you watch those old shows and it's just so much more I mean it's today's normal in terms of like everybody's lives and it was just I that used to actually to be a show that me and my family when I was yeah. young we'd watch every week. Yeah. Um, while we would always all watch it. And I mean, and I grew up, you know, really liking the show and I would watch it whenever it was on for a while, but I never consistently like watched it and I've never seen every episode, but I was familiar with the characters in it. See, I got into 
Modern Family late. I wasn't like, I didn't watch it as a kid. Like, we had other shows that my family watched that, but just, we for some reason, I don't know why, I don't know how we, like, missed out on the big rush that was Modern Family at the time, because the first, Modern Family won the, the Emmy Award for Best Comedy Series the first five years of its existence. Yeah. All the first five seasons, and they were nominated, I think, the first eight, and won the first five, and then didn't win the last three years. But um, it is just phenomenon, like at the beginning of it. And I don't know how I missed out on it. So I got into it late. I've only watched, I've, I've seen every single episode now, but I've watched it probably all within the last like year and a half, all 250 episodes uh, within that time frame. And I've just well, fallen and, in love with the show. And I that, think, go ahead, Joe. That's like kind of cool. I mean, that's kind of like different from everybody who watched it from the beginning. Yeah. Because it's the same people, like through this whole yeah, show. It's, the, I mean, that's one, another thing is the cast continuity too. Like that's you see, huge. you know, like child actors always like fizzle out, like the, the people from Full House had re- legal problems and all this, but <laughs> all the people on Modern Family have stayed really like clean and they've just been so strong for 11 years, which I think speaks to, that's why the show was so good because the people on it were just so good and consistent, Annie. And- yeah. Like, exactly. Like, even Lily, like, the baby who was in the first episode, yeah. she was still the same. She grew up on that show, basically, for 11 years, which is crazy that they had the same actress throughout the whole thing. Yeah, well, that, yeah, I mean, like, it's like what you're saying, because I remember the last time I remember watching it, um, who, the the Hispanic woman who, she's, like, oh, Sophia. So, Gloria. so, like, almost like comically Hispanic and how she acts. It's just so funny. Gloria played by Sofia Vergara. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She, and, she's and so I, good. You know, she kind of plays it up obviously. Oh yeah. And um, her son, is it, what's his name? Manny. Manny. Yeah. When I last watched that show, that kid was, I mean, cause I'm 21 now. Yeah. He was like 14 it had been like it's been like six years since I like remember like sitting down and watching the show. Right. And it's so weird because I'm watching and he's like um an adult, like a grown like he's the same, you know, at this point, you know, at that point, he's like the same age as I am now. Right. So, yeah, they him as Manny and Luke. Um Luke who's played yeah. by uh, Nolan Gould is his name. Kid. Yeah, he is they're like the same age. Like I'm twenty one, Joe, you're twenty one. Maddie, are you twenty one also? I'm twenty, actually. Almost okay, twenty. So, so okay, so we're all about the same age. And um but we we were just about the same age as those kids growing up. But so I guess I guess I could just wanna kinda recap where everybody ended up. So Haley is married to Dylan. She her high school kind of blowhard boyfriend. I mean he's a he's a sweet guy, but he's very dumb like so stupid (laughs) yeah he's just so dumb and they had twins and they are living with um claire and phil still so Haley works for that company called nerp it's that company where the the girl is like this washed up actress that makes these crazy like weird like body improvement things that nobody should buy but they do so it works so she works for nerp and um, I don't know what Dylan does. I don't know if he does anything. Um, but that in the like the finale that he was still getting tested for science or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're moving. So they're so it ends up being that they end up renting Mitchell and Cam's old house, right? So Mitchell and Cam have just moved to a new house in LA because they 
have decided to adopt another baby. They bought this new house that Gloria, who now works under Phil. And so um, so Gloria sold Mitch and Cam. The episode right before the finale had applied for a football head coaching job. Cam himself played college football at the University of Illinois. And he was offered or was the runner up for the head coaching job at some Missouri like Division II yeah. college where he's it's from. Like he wanted to move back to Missouri, Northeast Missouri State or something like that, yeah. some fake school. And he was the runner up. But the coach that they hired said some like insensitive thing at his opening press conference and got fired. So they called Cam and said, The job is yours. This is right after they have adopted the baby and decided to move into a new house in L.A. to stay in L.A. for the foreseeable future. So at their housewarming party, Cam gets this call that says, says, okay, you can, the job is yours if you want it. You have till the end of the day. So they talk to Mitchell, yada, yada, yada. It works out. So they end up that Mitchell and Cam, Lily and the new baby are going to move to Missouri. Phil and Claire, or so the kids, Alex has just quit her high-paying corporate job to do research with Arvin, who's this brilliant British scientist that was Haley's ex-boyfriend and Alex's former teacher. All the kids are living in Claire and Phil's house, which was a point of contention at the beginning of the episode because Claire says to them that they need to move out. Somebody has to move out. There's too many people in the house. Phil and Claire have been relegated to their RV that they just bought. Um, so they have to so they're saying that somebody's got to move out, so they're going to decide who's moving out. And it ends up being that all of them move out. Haley goes to Mitchell and Cam's old house to rent. Alex ends up, her research is taking her to Switzerland to, to work with Arvin. And Luke got accepted to the University of Oregon, which is a call to Ty Burrell, who plays Phil, is a graduate of the University of Oregon, I found out. So that's probably why uh, that, that has uh, that was in the show. That's a sports connection. Always got to have a sports connection. Ty Burrell has been the celebrity guest picker on ESPN's College Game Day multiple times when they have been at Oregon. So he's a big like Oregon supporter. That makes sense. Yeah. So we see ties too. Right, and so that's why I'm sure Luke. That's why they picked Oregon for to be Luke's college. So all the kids are moving out, and Phil and Claire are going to go on this big RV trip across the country because now they're empty nesters, finally. And so that leaves Jay and Gloria. Manny is going on a year-long cruise with his father, who Gloria was a little worried about because he's, excuse me, because he tends to be kind of a screw-up, her father, or her ex-husband, Manny's father. And so they they go on the, Manny's about to leave for a year-long cruise. Gloria and Joe, the little kid who is Gloria and Jay's child, is going to, are going to spend the summer in Columbia. Jay is not planning at the beginning of the episode on going to Colombia, but he's learning Spanish through these earbuds and Rosetta Stone to try to to connect with Gloria so he can speak a little bit of Spanish when he surprises Gloria that he's actually going to go to Colombia for the summer. So that's kind of where we end up. And so there's a lot of really good jokes in the sh- in the finale about them thinking that Jay is going crazy when he's actually speaking Spanish into his Rosetta Stone app. And so Modern Family is has patented the comical misunderstanding on television, and there is a great many misun great misunderstandings with Jay and Gloria. So, I my take on the whole thing. So we we end with this great the whole family's parting, and we end with this kind of great embrace of the family in front of the Dunphy staircase. That's kind of how the show ends. So 
I think that it's it's good that they're finally moving on with their lives. I was a little bit disappointed in that I think Mitchell and Cam belong in California. Like they have all these gay friends and they have that's they're so funny. They have such funny names. Like that's a running joke in the show how how the gays have funny names like Longinus and Pepper Saltzman and all these <laughs> who's played by Nathan Lane, who's just hysterical. But um, I don't know. What what was one thing that you two would have liked to see differently and with the characters? That was, that was for me, it was I wish Mitch and Cam were not going to Missouri, but it is what it is. Would you like to start? Oh, sure, I can. Okay. So, <laughs> so I really, I really was not, you know, I mean, to <laughs> be honest, disclaimer, I was, it was weird watching it because I was watching it and it was just like, why do I like feel like, cause it, it takes you like the show is like, it like makes you feel sad because it's ending. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're just watching it. Like I am, I was watching it. And I was like, why do I feel upset that these people are leaving? Cause I like never even seen the whole show. Right. Also at the same time, it's like, you think about like their careers and everything too. They've spent the last 11 years together. So it is really not just like about the show it's about all those people who work together too mm -hmm. yeah outside of the context of the tv show and so it was very like you were just like oh man like it's like so weird to like watch this finale when you haven't seen so much of the show but then it was also like at times it felt like it was kind of time like, yeah they had definitely like, run out of storylines yeah like look at where all these people are at in their lives like their their youngest son is going to college like their daughters are getting new jobs and having families of their own, like all this other stuff. Like it's a very like stereotypical, like these are where these people's chapters of their lives are taking them. And I thought the most interesting thing, I thought the coolest thing was Jay learning Spanish. Yeah. After that entire show, having- It was so anti-Columbia and anti-Spanish. Like every time Gloria's family would come to visit, he would be all mad about it because they would overstay their welcome and all this stuff. But he's finally- truly embraced Gloria's culture which is which was good to see yeah and I really thought I for no reason at all would have been mad had he not taken the football coaching job because the guys are probably a good coach yeah he was I don't very know. successful as I as know. a high school coach in the Los Angeles area but oh it's in yeah. LA I thought it was in Chicago nope LA oh well <laughs> California <laughs> <laughs> Very, very different sides of the country. <laughs> I mean, East Coast, West Coast, who cares? Whatever. Um, I would probably say that, I don't know, I really liked how they wrapped it up, but I guess I would have liked to see maybe like a small snippet of like a joke of them go, like landing in Missouri, landing in Columbia, and like something mishap happens just like as a oh, joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like just as like <sighs> afterwards. But I did kind of like that, like, you know, it was like a content wrap-up of everybody turning off their house lights and then like the yeah. house lighting theirs back up because apparently Phil said earlier in the episode like oh if you leave the light on they'll always come back something like yeah. that so and like that the the final scene of the three so of the, the three couples Claire and Phil Glay and jo Jay and Gloria I, I combined those two Glay <laughs> um, and Mitch and Cam was the final shot that they had in the show was also the same as the first shot. So um, the first shot that we see in the, the pilot of Modern Family of Phil and Claire is them at the calendar planning all their kids' events and stuff. And 
at the end we see Phil riding an RV trip and they take up the whole month. Um, the first time we see Mitch and Cam is on their plane to California and they're eating these cream puff things on the plane and that's the last shot that we see except the plane is going from California to Missouri. And the last, the, the first time we see Jay and Gloria are is at Manny's soccer game in the pilot and Gloria is going crazy, like crazy soccer mom. And Jay's so old, he can't get out of the chair. And now in the last shot, Jay and Gloria both are old, too old, and they can't get out of the chair. So it was just a great, like, full circle. Yeah, and, well, because in the beginning of the show, weren't Mitch and Cam, they were not married in the beginning of the show. Mitch and Cam were not. One of the, one of the best episodes in the whole show is their wedding. Um, when they finally do get married, it's in like season seven, I think. Because I remember an episode where they got engaged. Yes. Oh, yeah. So they got married in the middle of the show. And it's one of the greatest episodes because Pepper Saltzman, who we talked about earlier, who was played by Nathan Lane, <laughs> is in- like a, their wedding yeah. planner. So he plans the wedding and it's a great, it's a great episode because, of course, their venue is, goes wrong. And it ends up being that they have their wedding at Jay's Club which was like out of the question to begin with because Jay doesn't want to have his gay son get married at his club in front of all his friends and stuff. So it ends up being this really nice kind of heartwarming type of thing. But yeah, they, um, Phil and Claire were married before the show and Jay and Glory were married, I think pretty recently before the show like starts before we like actually pick up their lives. So gotcha. Yeah. So I guess maybe the last thing that I want to talk about is like the legacy of modern family. We touched on it a little bit, but I mean, it should sit up there with, like, the titans of American sitcoms, like the Friends, the Seinfelds, the Frasers, the Cheers. I mean, all these, all these famous shows that, had, that ran for over 10 years and had so much critical acclaim. And I think Modern Family, to me, is so significant because it showed two kind of, like, different types of couples. Like, you have the traditional couple of Phil and Claire and, you know, the wife you know married three kids white picket fence house but then you have a younger latina woman married to an older white dude and a successful rich businessman that jay is the the founder of pritchett's closets and blinds made all his money in closets and and then you have a gay couple which is like you know they say they had a documentary called a modern farewell before they aired the final and both jesse tyler ferguson who plays mitchell who is actually gay in real life and Eric Stone Street, who is straight in real life and married to a woman um, who plays Cam, who was Cam is arguably the gayer acting of the two, but he's actually the straight guy in real life. But they were talking about the importance of visibility and the importance of why, you know, how Mitch and Cam have kind of resonated with people. So what, what do you guys think? For me, that's the most important thing as, you know, a gay person myself is, um, is, you know, how Mitch and Cam have kind of almost helped American society normalize gay relationships and gay marriages and the fact that gay people can raise children just as well as straight people. So I think that's the most important thing to me. Um, I don't know if it's the same for you. Maddie, what do you think the last thing, obviously it's one of the funniest shows to ever be on television, that's known, but what do you think the lasting legacy of Modern Family is? I think for Modern Family, it was kind of that show that everybody in her family could watch, no matter the age. Because, like, well, when I started watching it, I was, I think, still in elementary school when it started. So I was watching it in elementary school, but 
you know, I got the jokes, but I was watching it with my siblings who are in college and high school, middle school, and my parents loved it too. So I feel like it really was a show for all members of your family. Like it was just good, clean humor kind of, but then it was also like, just like everybody could enjoy it no matter what. And then also I feel like, yeah, it was really good for visibility and kind of, you know, like there are tons of shows about just like a classic family, you know, with like three kids, the picket fence, whatever. But, you know, there's not very many shows on television that show, you know, a gay couple like adopting kids. Like there's not a ton of that. So I felt like it was good for visibility for people to grow up and see that and recognize it as like, this is modern. This is what family is. And then also for like people to grow up and see a Latina starring in a TV show. I feel like that was really good too, to like just show everybody that, you know, like they can be an actress too. They can star in this. And I don't know, it's, I feel like it resonates with people for many different reasons, like seeing themselves in certain aspects of different characters. And it, like it is a comedy, but I feel like it does tear at your heartstrings sometimes just because you do resonate with these people. I think you make a great point about the comedy aspect of it and being accessible to all ages because it didn't, a lot of shows are really funny, but a lot of the humor is super raunchy and stuff. And I'm not hating on that. I mean, I'm, I'm in for that humor too, but this, this was a genuinely funny show that, I mean, they make dirt, they make cracks and stuff about, you know, like there's like a little bit of sex stuff in there, but it's, it's good. It's all in good fun, but they were able to consistently be funny for 11 years while still making it accessible to kids, which is, which is a, a super important, I think. Joe, Joe, what do you think? I think that it's, I mean, it's like when we said at the start, it's really, when you think about like that, I mean, really like what is the era of like f American family, American life television is like the 90s, right? right. And like that it was early 2000s. I remember watching like the George Lopez show, I guess always kind of comes to mind with like, yeah. sitcoms. But I remember watching like Home Improvement or like yeah. um, Family Matters was one that I remember seeing on TV. Not obviously when it was in its heyday. But, Boy like, Meets World, you know. Uh, yeah, like all these shows, really the heyday of like American sitcoms was the 90s. Yeah, oh yeah. And this is like that final, when you look, I mean, so like when you look at all these different like, where else is there a show? Um, I think there's, you know, one on, like, TBS or something. I mean, it's really, like, the last show that truly is, like, a sitcom. Yeah. And it's, like, and it's so accessible, not to just all ages, Maddie, like you were saying, but accessible to all different types of demographics of people, too. And that's what I think, you know, Eric, like you were saying, it really, like, it highlights, like, life as a gay couple, which is something that, for so long, American television didn't do. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think is just like kind of like the everlasting kind of because I mean eleven years so two thousand nine yep so really I mean it spanned a whole decade like many of those shows bridged that gap where the nineties are so like the the nineties was such an odd time between the eighties when all this stuff got invented to the two thousands when technology really took off right and it really bridged a whole decade of like so much happening it was right at the end of the last really bad recession when it kind of came out or like in the heart of that recession I don't know it's just like a really kind of uh you know it's going to be one of the more well-known shows I definitely think people will be like oh you know like how we all watch friends on Netflix someday people will watch modern family yeah and one thing that I hear that I saw because you know 
their social media presence has been so, you know, great these last couple weeks, just like promoting the finale and stuff. And all, a lot of the comments I've been seeing are, I just feel like I grew up with Modern Family. I feel like that I, like, when I watch Modern Family, I feel like I'm watching an episode from my own life. Like, it's just so relatable to people because it's, it's the, the trials and tribulations of family life. And there's, there's not one person in this country or on this planet that can't relate to that. You know, there's, everybody has a story about their crazy uncle or, you know, something stupid that one of their parents did or something stupid that one of their siblings did. So I think that that's why it resonated for so long. But I mean, it was just, I don't know. There, my favorite episodes actually were when they would travel. So they, they, that was one of like the signatures of Modern Family. That they always would be going, like once a season, they would go, the family would go on vacation and they would go somewhere and it would just be <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Like they went to uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. They went Wyoming. They went to Wyoming. Wyo- the Wyoming episode is phenomenal because Gloria's on the flight in, Gloria's ears never popped on the plane. So she spends the entire episode just screaming at people because she can't hear. And it's just, it's so funny. And I mean, where else? The Vegas episode is so good. This last season, they went to Paris. And um, that was, I mean, that was a really good episode. Oh, they, they've been to Florida where Phil, character of Phil is from Florida. And they went, uh, they went and visited when Phil's mom died, they went to her funeral and that would turn into a trip. And yeah. uh, where else have they, where else have they, they been? Like a, they did a Disney episode. Oh, the, Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Um, when they went on, when they <laughs> rented that houseboat, that that might be one of the best ones. When Cam is dressed like a mummy because he's on some medication that doesn't allow him to have contact with the sun. <laughs> no, well, see, and that's the thing is, yes, the stuff that like comes up in this show is so like it, it is so like the most like ridiculous. It is the most, but it, yes, yes, it is. But it's so funny because this kind of stuff yeah. like, just happens. It's to not people. like this far-fetched it's stuff. So because it's, like, it's not like it's so like far-fetched that it couldn't happen because it does. And that's just like what I've always thought was so funny about it. That, that was like, that's like what I always kind of really liked. Whenever I turn on FX or ABC, you know, when I get home from school or something, I switched when I was in high school and it would be on, I'd watch an episode or something you know, randomly. And it didn't matter what episode you're watching because it was yeah. just fun. And that's just, it's just good. Clean, and that's what fun. The, writing, the writing in the show is very good at just relating to this era of American life too. Yeah. And the writer, go ahead, Maddie, sorry. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that the writers and like the little documentary they had after the show, they said that they took a lot of experiences from their own lives and brought it into the writer's room and just like wrote an episode about that. Like one time a writer accidentally spilled wine at somebody else's house and uh, just like a slew of like these stories that they created into like actual storylines. So you knew that they were like, you know, they're realistic storylines. They aren't just like making things up. Yeah. And you know, you got, I mean, there's so many, and the, the, the other thing that the show had always did so well is holidays. Like some of the best episodes were the Halloween episodes, the Thanksgiving episodes, the Christmas episodes, like, like Claire and Phil were such Halloween nuts, especially Claire, that they yeah. would, that she would always be just doing these crazy things. And, but we all have this, we all, I know that I can think of 
three people in my life that are that treat Halloween just like Claire Dunphy. Like there are people that are just as bonkers about these holidays as the Dunphys are. So it's just it's not it's not far fetched at all. And the last I mean this last year they called it the, all these episodes the last Halloween, the last Thanksgiving, the last Christmas. And at the last Christmas they were talking. They were it was kind of like they were setting us up for the finale of you know how how we were gonna be left how these characters were going to be left and they were talking about oh this might be our last christmas together for who knows and so that was kind of like my jolt like oh my god modern family is ending like I, it's 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 crazy to even think that there's going to be that we now live in a world that there's going to be no new episodes of modern family it's just kind of a crazy sad thought yeah but it is crazy for how long it went on like it's 11 years so people literally grew up on that show and I feel like I'm glad it went on as long as it did but I think it's like at some point they have to stop you know they can't keep going and going but I don't know I feel like it was a really good run that they had and I like we said like the kids were they were literal kids when they were on the show and they literally grew up with those people and I liked how in the documentary the girl who plays Haley she was talking about how she recently got engaged and how her boyfriend asked her real parents for their blessing, and then he reached out and asked Phil and Claire, her TV parents, for their blessing as well. So I thought that was just so cool, and because they're also, like, kind of her parents, and kind of just, like, yeah. father figure and mother figure to her as well. If I were, her name is Sarah Highland, the girl that plays Haley. If I were to run into Sarah Highland on the street, <laughs> obviously she's her own person and not Haley Dunphy, but I would just instantly think that where are Phil and Claire? Like, where are your parents? Like, I'm always going to picture it. When I see her face, I'm just going to picture Phil and Claire as her parents. Well, and that's the thing with so many people in this show. A lot of them have had successful acting careers outside the show. Who played yeah. Jay? He's Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. He's the one from when we were t- Married with Children. So he's been now on two separate sitcoms that have gone 10 plus years. But yeah, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I wanted he also, his role is like perfect, you know, both times. Yeah. And he, you know, so many people on that show, even the ones who have had other successful careers, Phil, the actor who plays him, has too. Done mm-hmm. a lot of things. But so many of those people will be like, that is like where people will, rec- like, it's where people recognize them, like how people recognize all the people from friends people from you know cheers they recognize them from those shows it, it, this falls in that same kind of you know that yeah like no matter what what at what you know jesse tyler ferguson does with the rest of his life he's always going to be mitchell pritchett first and foremost like yeah there's going to be no no distinction and um Another comment that I thought was interesting from that documentary, man, it was um, Ariel Winter, who plays Alex. Um, she was talking about her braces stage, how she doesn't like, there was two seasons early on in the show that she had braces, and she doesn't really like going back and watching that. But it's kind of crazy because we, America kind of was in on these kids growing up. Like, now Alex has this big job or whatever, and Ariel's had other successful projects too, but it's like, we it was like we almost had like a window into their into these actual people's lives and like their homes basically watching them grow up which is kind of a crazy thing to think about 
Yeah, it's like completely crazy to see them. Like you just watch them, you just watch a show, you see them grow up, you like you see them as a final product, you think of that, but then you go back and watch the old episodes and you're like, wow, they were really that young. That's crazy. I could have sworn they just looked like this the entire time. It's just crazy to go back and look at how much they really have grown. Yeah, and another thing too is like I'm watching The X-Files, like you see from like it started in like 92 and ends in 2003 and like that show i mean it's a lot different but it kind of has that same feel where you see those people who really their whole careers are kind of based around that show they didn't really do a whole lot outside of that i don't know but those two people were so young and then they get into like their 40s when it's done they were like late 20s pretty young like 28 but then they're like 37 you can see them age even at that point in their lives and like the technology too, like they go from not having cell phones at the beginning of that show to having cell phones. And like this show in a lot of ways, it's so weird. Like you talk about um, the girl who was dating the British doctor. Why can't I remember? Alex. <laughs> I cannot remember anybody's names in this show. It's, it, you have to really pay attention to the show to yeah. get everybody's name down. But she, you know, like you said, like I remember te- I was texting you, Eric, when I was watching the episode and I was like, is that the one who's the little kid? Because it's just like, yeah. she's just so grown up. I know. And it's just so, you know, it's just like funny because it's like, I have a little sister who is like a going to be a sophomore in college. And I like, you know, like I remember when she was like, ten, like eight years old and now she's like an adult. Yeah. And it's like, so it's so weird. I'm the same way. My sister is four years younger than me. Yeah. So she's heading in after this year, going to be a senior in high school. Yeah. Which is just like, for me... I mean, she's she's a lovely young woman, but she's she's still like in my mind somewhere like the little girl that I grew up with, you know. Yeah. And um and you know it's it's kind of the same way with with these people. Like it's crazy that Luke, little Luke Dunphy, the kid that was like the jokes involving him in like the first couple seasons were him like falling down the stairs and getting like injured about and Phil would accidentally do something to him that would like punch him in the face or something like that. And now he's like going off to college. It's just, yeah, it's, we all have truly kind of grown up with these people. And I mean, there's just, that speaks to the quality of a show when you can connect to the characters on that level. But yeah. So Modern Family, 11 seasons, 250 episodes. Do we have any final thoughts about, about Modern Family? I think we kind of hit the big point. I would probably just say that I feel like this is one of the shows where you can go back and watch any episode, any season, and you don't really have to know the storyline. So I feel like it's definitely a good show to rewatch if you're ever looking for something to rewatch. It's just something that's like heartwarming and something that's always there. It's currently not on any streaming service, but I would imagine that's now that it's done that it's it is on not the entire series is not on Hulu though, I don't believe. There's, I went and looked, there's a select seasons and stuff, but um, now obviously the show has come to an end. Um, obviously ABC is owned by Disney, so I could see it maybe popping up on Disney Plus or, or Netflix. I'm sure it's just one of those shows that you know is going to end up on a streaming service for people to see and people to enjoy. I know it's a show that I'm going to be watching with my children someday because, I mean, I'm just such a fan of it. I've watched every minute of every episode and um never really got tired of it but i know that there aren't many people out there that are like me that have been kind of die hard with it 
every single one. But like you said, Maddie, you can watch any episode and there's, you don't, it's not like, you know, other shows that you have to like see. It's not like Ozark that I'm watching right now on Netflix where you have to know, you have to see the previous four episodes to figure out what's happening. You can just sit down and enjoy 22 minutes of just really fun comedy. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's why it's like one of those perfect comedies that or sitcoms where you can just like pick it up wherever you can. Did you have something to say, Joe? I saw you kind of waving at me. No, I don't think I was waving. I, I think I was just brushing my... Oh, okay. Yeah, so We're on Zoom. Obviously, with quarantine, we have been relegated to Zoom to record our podcast. Apart. That's What'd you sure. say, Joe? You said we are definitely more than six feet apart. Yeah, we are all times many miles apart. Yeah. Where are you at, Maddie? Are you at home? Yeah, I'm in Holland right now. That's yeah, man. So, so we're in three different parts of the state. Joe still is waiting this quarantine out in East Lansing. No, not <laughs> better. I'm never better. Joe's <laughs> thriving in East Lansing <laughs> on Gunson Street. Strongest. Maddie's in Holland, and I am home in Coldwater. So we're all we're all about. 70-ish miles apart, but, but but we made it work. So so for Joe Dantron, Maddie Farrell, I'm Eric Bach. Thanks for hanging with us and talking about one of the last great American sitcoms, Modern Family. So we'll, we'll talk to you next time on Social Mike.